Welcome back to the Shaving Tolson Podcast, where I provide news, reviews, and more. This is your host, Timmy Two Shaves, and the date is April 27th, 2019. For today's episode, I will be discussing the Holy Black. A specialist in men's grooming, THB, has had an excellent reputation for years for offering one-of-a-kind limited edition releases on soaps, aftershaves, Uday perfumes, and as well as offering other men's grooming essentials, such as lotions, pomades, razors, and more. I will be announcing for the first time anywhere the upcoming releases by The Holy Black, a release time frame for their upcoming limited edition release of Gold Rush Pomade, and updates to other products that may have been on your radar. This will also contain my review of their soap base, their signature scent, and some of their hardware, so stay tuned after the brief community news update. And now for your latest in some of the community news. First Line Shave, a new but well-known and active artisan, will be having their official soap and aftershave release May 3rd. This has garnered considerable praise from well-known wet shavers such as Rudd Shaves, Dawn over at Wet the Face, and many more. You will want to mark your calendars as I can personally attest to the quality of this soap and this excellent artisan. Doug Smythe is currently managing the Big Shave Swest, which is in full swing today. He is regularly posting live content on his Facebook and Instagram page, Phoenix Shaving, so if you want to see live feeds, that would be your best bet. Mel over at Wet Shaving Products, as well as Josh Morris over at Redbeard Shaves, are also streaming live content, so take a look at their respective pages. Sterling Soaps started off my Saturday morning with an email notifying me of some new products and some seasonal twists on old favorites. If you are familiar with Sterling's Glacial line, these are heavily mentholated and frigid soaps. Some say the coolest in the industry. Sterling is now offering a glacial take on Setsuma, Black Cherry, Eskimo Tuxedo, which is a glacial take on Shark Dressed Man, Margaritas in the Arctic, Obsidian, and Winter Green. Sterling's new aftershave bottles that I mentioned in the previous episode are now available for the two new additions to the Sterling Shaving Soap line. That is Rambling Man, which has a masculine blend of citrus top notes, sandalwood middle notes, and a dense base of musk, cedar, and ambergris. And the other new addition called Varin, which has a powerful blend of oak moss, lavender, coumarin, vetiver, sage, cedar, lichen, and geranium. The Razor Company, a US-based distributor, has officially released El Jefe, a soap and aftershave collaboration with the Lather Bros that I had also previously mentioned in the previous episode. This is an homage to the classic 80s fragrance Jupe and can be found on the Razor Company website. If you are missing out on the Big Shave Swest but you feel you will be more available later on in the year, never fear. There is a different Wet Shavers meetup at Just For Him in Springfield, Missouri coming up October 5th, so be sure to add this to your calendars. This is a great option for those of us in the area, but it is also an excellent opportunity for any shaving hobbyist to come and chat, buy, and hang with fellow shavers. Carve Shaving Company just announced at Big Shave Swest 
the upcoming release of their first aluminum Christopher Bradley razor. This is a follow-up to their incredibly popular Christopher Bradley razor in brass, one that I also own myself, and I can attest that this is a fantastic razor, and it is sure to be a big hit. No release date has yet been confirmed, so stay tuned and make sure to sign up for any notifications that um, Carve Shaving Company is having on their Instagram page, as this seems to be the best place to get any new updates. Lastly, I wanted to mention a surprise interview for an upcoming episode. I will be interviewing and discussing our vintage grooming obsession with none other than JR over at Reyes Restores. Many of you know he has been reluctant for anyone to do interviews, live shaves, etc., but has graciously offered to appear on the show for some friendly banter. Reyes Restores is an incredibly well-known brush restorer and collector, often offering detailed reviews and insights into new product releases. This will be one you won't want to miss. More details are coming soon, so stay tuned and make sure if you aren't already, go ahead and give me a follow um, on both my YouTube page and my Instagram. My Instagram definitely, as this is the central hub where I update everything first. Any new upcoming podcast releases, any new YouTube videos that are going to be popping up, and of course my regular content, my two shave of the day pictures that I typically post are all going to be on Instagram. So make sure to go ahead and give that a follow. And if you would also like to, I do update the stories quite often as well. So make sure to go ahead and sign up for a story and page notifications. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the review of The Holy Black. Good day and good weekend, wet shavers. This is your host again, Timmy Two Shaves, and again, welcome back to the next episode in the Shaving Tulsum podcast. We are happy to have you here, and of course, your support has always been greatly appreciated. I keep getting incredible feedback from you guys. I am me on Instagram. Some of you guys are, you know, sending me friend requests on Facebook, and then of course, I do see some of you being attracted over to my YouTube page, which is always appreciated. So thank you so much. I wouldn't be putting out the number and the wealth of content that I am without your support. I do enjoy it. It is a fun thing for me to do, but honestly, I primarily do it for you guys. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the discussion and review of the Holy Black. Now, the reason why I'm choosing to do Holy Black today is because I've had a long history, or at least long in the sense of when I first started to getting into wet shaving. Getting into wet shaving. Good heavens. <laughs> but... I have just, when it, it was a weird thing for me, first getting into the wet shaving hobby. When I was looking around for various artisans and soaps and, you know, where to even start, of course this is coming from the guy that, you know, like I'm sure most people do, I went to my local, you know, grocery store here in Oklahoma, it's Reesers, <laughs> and I stepped in, I found the Williams Mug Soap, which I was elated to find. I didn't even know if I'd be able to find, like, a hard physical puck that I could actually buy at a brick-and-mortar store, but lo and behold, they had some. Um, after that, I also, while I was there, they happened to have a Burma Shave bore brush, which I bought, still really like, still really enjoy. I think it's probably the best bore brush that I have, um, and I've bought a few since then. Um, I also bought Brute Aftershave, and that was my starting setup. That was what I had, but... When I realized I wanted to take it a step further, when I realized that this community is still going strong, that there is 
a way to buy these products at brick and mortar stores. It just makes you wonder, okay, well, what else is out there? I know that there's all these niche communities with fragrances. I know there's these niche communities and various other hobbies that I had been experienced with and um, that I had been uh, having an ongoing relationship for years. So I was like, well, you know what? Let's go ahead and take a look and see if we can't find what what shaving's really about, how far the rabbit hole really goes. And let me tell you, there is no end to the rabbit hole. So if you're wondering if there is an end to that, just you can go ahead and stop because there is no <laughs> there is no end to it. But, you know, that's kind of the the pleasure of it. That's the bonus of this hobby is there is so much product to try and experience, various artisans to speak with, to get to know, um, to have a dedicated sort of a loyalty and relationship with. And one of those, honestly, that I found was the Holy Black. And how this started was I was looking into wet shaving products. I was looking into various artisans. And I came across a soap and an aftershave that just, I, I don't know what it was. Sometimes you know how you see that product. For a lot of us, it's a razor or a brush. Maybe it is a soap um, that you just see. And you know, that is exactly what I want. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is, but that is what I want more than anything. And for me, that product was Tangerine Creeper. Well, Tangerine Creeper, as I didn't know then, but as I'm sure all of you know now, is a limited edition release by the Holy Black. This is something they've done once. They've they've released it once, and then they've done smaller versions of this as a secret stash option. So if you follow their website, um, occasionally they'll have secret stash, which is basically just um, a reintroduction of old favorites in limited quantities, in in uh, usually reduced sizes, and not um, being advertised in the same way, not maybe not in the same original packaging as they were when they were initially released, but at least get you access to these favorites. The secret stash is really cool for that, but as far as as it was originally intended to be released in the same you know packaging and everything. It's only been done once. And they did something similar with another soap fragrance um, they call Lavender Creeper. And I'm going to get into an explanation here into a second as to what Creeper even means for the Holy Black products, which is really cool. It's it's honestly one of the coolest things that I've seen in wet shaving as far as um, soap ingenuity. And I'm going to get into that in a second, but I don't want to jump the gun here. Let's go ahead and get back into Tangerine Creeper. Well, I saw that, and if you've ever seen pictures of Tangerine Creeper, I highly encourage you to go Google Tangerine Creeper, Google the Holy Black. You're going to be surprised at what you find. And these are just presented in these beautiful, beautiful um, glass um, jars. These um, it, 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 The aftershave is, and then the ceramic... The, uh, the soap is presented in, a, in an old-style ceramic tub, um, kind of like what you would see with Mitchell's wool fat. It's got beautiful embossing on the top. It just looks gorgeous. I absolutely love everything about it, from presentation from top to bottom. It's one of the reasons why I want Mitchell's wool fat is because um, the Holy Black turned me on to ceramics. I really like ceramics. I love a lot of their packaging for other products like the Elixir bottles, for instance, or um, another limited edition release they had, which was Jekyll and Hyde. Um, they had these potion bottles that were being used for their aftershaves, and they were old school bottles, old school uh, glass bottles 
that were each different and unique. And it was just really interesting to see. It was very old school. It was very cool. And I think it really hits that that soft spot a lot of us have for vintage nostalgia items. And we're into wet shaving, which is a nostalgia traditional thing in and of itself. But when you add that extra layer, that's key. Now, like I said at the time, I did not know that this was a limited edition soap or aftershave. I just saw it, knew I had to have it. So I started searching everywhere. This is before I knew really anything about the Holy Black. I I knew next to nothing. I watched... (laughs) They had a hilarious advertising video that they posted to YouTube, which was which was great. Um, but that didn't really tell me anything about the Holy Black. I didn't know anything about them. I just knew I had to have this Tangerine Creeper. I actually knew about the name Tangerine Creeper before I even knew what the Holy Black even was. Um, so I started searching around, started searching everywhere that I knew to look, which was Facebook and then, of course, the forums. Then I found out about the Shaved In and a couple other forums. Kept trying to search to find this product. And let me tell you, it is a unicorn for sure. This this is an unobtainium. It's a very difficult product to find. Um, and I, I kept searching. I couldn't find it. And when I would find it, it was like 250 bucks. Something to keep in mind with this product is I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe when it was first released, um, the set was around $80. 80 bucks. Which, in my mind... For the packaging, the advertising, uh, just the look and the style of it is wholly unique. That was totally worth it. I mean, people spend 80 bucks on a designer fragrance. They spend way upwards of that for a designer fragrance, let alone 80 bucks for like a 150 to 200 milliliter bottle of aftershave and uh, you know, like 4.5 ounce tub of soap. So I just thought that was an excellent deal. For 80 bucks, I would have snagged that up in a heartbeat. No question about it, would have done it. But for 250 bucks, it was like selling a, a kidney. <laughs> not going to lie, I just I could not justify the 250 so I kept searching around, and occasionally one would pop up for a little bit less, but it was just hard to justify, especially when people were using the product and then selling it as used, but were still selling it for like 150 to 200 bucks. You really can't, especially now, now that it's been a significantly lengthier period of time since they uh, last came out, Um, it is significantly more difficult to find them at lower prices. Most people just want to barter for them now. They just want to trade um, for other products or hardware if they get rid of them at all. Um, But so I kind of consider that to be a bummer because it was the, honestly, it was the first thing in wet shaving that I absolutely fell in love with. It was the first thing in wet shaving that I saw that I I knew I had to have it um, before I knew about really any artisans, anything. That's something that I knew I wanted. Um, and I <laughs> once I started getting a, a, a little bit of a following on Instagram, it wasn't where it's at today, but once I started getting a little bit of a following there, um, I you know, I guess I piqued the interest of Stefan over at um, the Holy Black. Uh, Stefan is the owner and proprietor of the Holy Black, very active on Instagram, social media, um, and it's it was really cool to have him reach out and he'd heard about, you know, how much I sought after it, how much that was the soap and aftershave that I wanted. And like I said, this was a very modest following. This was, this wasn't anywhere near where it is today. There was no reason for them to notice me or even to listen to me. I could have just been any one of these other people that were just, I, you know, I almost seemed desperate for it, which is just a soap and an aftershave. If you don't get it, it's not going to be the end of the world. But 
it was just something that I felt like if I reached out to people, maybe they'd have it and then I would buy it from them. I even told people, I was like, I am willing to buy just the empty bottle and the empty ceramic tub. I just want them for display purposes. I thought they were that cool. I still need the uh, ceramic um, tub and the aftershave bottle. Still need that. And if I can find it, I'm trying to barter with someone on Facebook for one, for some of my rare hardware items. We'll see if that pans out. Probably won't. Usually doesn't. Um, But if you're listening in and you want to get rid of some tangerine creeper or maybe even some lavender creeper, let me know. Very interested. But all that being said, I'm leading up to the story of my first communication with the Holy Black, my first real relationship with the Holy Black. And he reached out to me. And he, he just asked me for my address. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I provided him my address, and that was it. That's all there was to it. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what was going on. Um, when I found out I was receiving mail, and I opened up the package, there was like 100, 150, I, th- I think it was a 150 milliliter bottle of Tangerine Creeper Aftershave Splash. And the and when they were originally presented, and it wasn't in the original bottle, it was in their typical um, classic plastic bottle that they offer for like their gunpowder and spice and a few of their other regular year-round um, offerings. Um, but oh man, I was oh I was super thrilled. Prior to that, the only experience that I had actually trying out Tangerine Creeper, and let me just kind of backtrack a little bit. I had a friend of mine goes by the name of Boston Todd. Uh, uh, I think Boston Todd Shaving on Instagram. Uh, but at the time, I only knew him as J. Todd. And he and I were, it, it's crazy how fast good friendships start up in the wet shaving community, but this is another instance of that. Um, he had reached out to me. He said he had some. He said he was willing to send this to me to try out. And he sent me a sample spray bottle of the Tangerine Creeper and a sample uh, little small sample tub of the Tangerine Creeper, and I was blown away. I was so thrilled. It was the coolest thing ever. Once I tried it, and I felt the effect the Creeper effect had, and I felt the aftershave splash, it was just unreal. I loved it. It was like anything I'd ever tried before, and unlike anything I've tried since. Nothing quite compares with the Creeper sensation that you get with Tangerine Creeper or Lavender Creeper. Um, I will say that as far as if you're looking for something that may have a similar scent profile, um, Pharaoh's Dreamsicle from Sterling is the closest thing I've found that smells anything like it. So if you're obsessed with the scent, you want the scent, they offer Pharaoh's Dreamsicle year-round over at Sterling Soap Company. Take a look at them. They're also offered on Maggards and West Coast Shaving, etc. Definitely something to look into if you're a huge fan of Tangerine Creeper. Like I said, not the same but about as close as you can get for a good price um, until maybe they're re-released again by THB, if they ever are released again. Um, But, and of course, I only found that out because I was still obsessed with Tangerine Creeper after I even had it, and I wanted to look around for something that was similar. The only thing with that is it's not, doesn't have any mentholated, doesn't have any cooling effect like Tangerine Creeper does. It's just the scent that's similar. So just keep that in mind. Um, Anyways, I digress. But I was super grateful um, for Boston Todd to send me all these products and to let me test them out. I became even more obsessed with them. And then when Stefan had reached out to me, it was, it was just a thrill. I, it was honestly, uh, it was completely unexpected, completely left field. 
And then when I received it, he let me know, you know, we didn't have any of the bottles left and I didn't have any of the soap because the soap is, is uh, it the, the ingredients that go into the soap are pretty expensive, pretty hard to come by ingredients. Um, so when they were out of the soap, they were out of the soap. But he did have some of the juice laying around that he provided to me, which I thought was above and beyond super cool. And from that point going forward, it made me a big fan of the Holy Black, which speaks volumes for them. When you go out of your way for somebody that you don't know, um, especially for some small-time guy that's just getting into wet shaving and you can't even tell if they're a dedicated wet shaver, you know, loyalist, or if they're someone that's going to keep coming back and getting your product, or if they have any history in the community. I, I didn't have any of that. No one knew who I was. Um, but he reached out to me and he sent me some stuff and that kind of poured me down the rabbit hole even further. I was just, <laughs> I was gone. Um, man, it, it's crazy thinking about it right now. And I'm still getting all, you know, like anxious and excited about the idea of when I, when I received it, when I got it in the mail, but I was super thrilled. You can actually pour through, uh, my shave of the day stuff and you can actually see, uh, the original post where uh, that day I had purchased a fat boy, which I had restored a Gillette fat boy. And that was also the same day that I'd received the package from Stefan over at THB. And I'm going to say THB probably from here on out. I might say the Holy Black occasionally, but just so you know, THB is the Holy Black. Um, but it was just a really cool experience for me. I had never had anyone do it that for me anywhere within this community or outside of this community and other hobbies. So it was just a neat thing to see. Um, and it made me want to buy some of their products. So I had planned and I eventually did. I went and bought... Um, I've since bought a multiple things. I've purchased their gunpowder and spice soap, which is absolutely incredible. And I'm going to be getting into that here in a little bit. That's their signature scent. Um, I have bought their snake oil in their gunpowder and spice, which is a beard oil in a really beautiful, um, vintage, uh, well, it's, it's in a typical beard oil bottle, but with a kind of a vintage, uh, label around it, which looks really cool. I love Old West stuff. If you're a fan of Red Dead Redemption, stuff like that, you're going to see similar art that you would see on like, you know, their elixirs and stuff like that as you would see on the snake oil. It's just really cool. I like that. Um, but I've also purchased hardware from them as well. Um, I purchased the SR-71, um, the SR-71 Blackbird Straight Bar and the SR-71 Slant. Um, so I've invested quite a bit of money into the Holy Black and it's because I believe in what they're doing. I believe in, uh, the products that they're selling. And you know, the funny thing was, is this segues into another story. Um, so funny thing, when I initially received the Holy Black, um, SR 71 Blackbird, the straight bar, not the slant. I received it and I immediately noticed when I was, I was super excited to take it out of the packaging and I put a blade on it and I screwed the head on it and I noticed a smiling blade. A smiling blade is when the blade is slightly warped. You can kind of see where the blade is almost smiling back at you. And it was barely noticeable, but was there. And it definitely, you could feel it. Um, so after I noticed the defect, I went ahead, you know, just to double check and make sure. Um, I went ahead and, you know, I took some pictures of the razor. I sent it to the Holy Black. Um, I said, I can shave with one side, but I can't shave with the other side. Um, and didn't know if I'd be able to send this back, um, get a replacement or what you guys might be willing to do for me. And they said, yeah, sure. No problem. And very next day, I mean, very next day, they still had all my information, all my 
shipping information. They sent me a brand new one. Didn't even ask me to send the original back. So I still have the original head here. I had a, a now a new razor handle to utilize with whatever razor heads that I wanted to. <laughs> um, but they went ahead and sent me a new one free of charge. Didn't ask me to pay shipping. Didn't ask me to do any of that. I just thought that was incredible. Talk about customer service. I have yet to have a single problem with the Holy Black. Um, they Their customer service is spot on. He was incredibly responsive. And typically it's Stefan that's, you know, reaching right back out to you, um, which I think is incredible considering how busy they are, how big they've become. If you see their following on Instagram or Facebook, they're huge. They're one of the biggest groups out there. I think they are the biggest wet shaving community group out there. Um, I've looked at a few of them, and their numbers are <laughs> they're considerable. Um, but if you are interested in seeing what they're doing right now, they are they are actually at the Big Shave Southwest. Um, so if you happen to be there, or this podcast hopefully goes out before the event ends, it may not, um, definitely feel free to reach out to Stefan. He's a pretty cool guy, um, and uh, I'm sure he'd be willing and more than happy to share some of his um, insights into the community with you. He's really active on Facebook and the groups as well. But anyway, back to my experiences with the Holy Black. So I received the replacement razor, shaved like a dream. The straight bar is a great razor. When they eventually re-released their SR-71 Blackbird Slant, I jumped on that and I purchased that. And the cool thing is, is they did, they do these things where seasonally, typically it's seasonally, they'll do this awesome awesome advertisement. They hire an outside artist. I forget what his name is, but I've followed him on Instagram. He does some really cool and interesting work. But I mean, the advertising art on this is insane. And the way that they choose to go about it is insane. It just looks so professional, looks so good and so sharp, so clean. Um, But they did that with the SR-71. They do that with their limited edition releases like Tangerine Creeper, Lavender Creeper, um... They have a bunch of other limited edition releases like Chuckle and Hyde, um, Elixir. There there are so many limited edition releases that they've done recently. I forget what the most recent one that they did. I think it was Scarab. Um, It was a female um, focused fragrance. I didn't buy it, though I did want to. The EDP bottle looked absolutely gorgeous, and I'm really into Egyptology as well. I think that's really cool, you know, all the hieroglyphics and stuff like that. All the the culture and the history back then is really interesting to me. And they very much took that spin and that take on this particular fragrance. I think it was a Valentine's Day fragrance. It was really interesting, but I was told that it was actually, um, though I think the floral notes in it were pretty heavy, there were also the capability of uh, making it a, it was also a unisex fragrance. So you could totally wear it. Um, But it was, it's just really cool to see what they've been releasing, what they've been doing over there. And that kind of segues into some other things. So I'm going to be getting into the product review for in just a second, but I also wanted to go ahead and mention a few updates with the Holy Black. So they're actually up to a couple different things over there. Um, well, one of those you guys probably already know. If you follow the Holy Black on Instagram, you're going to see this because they post it on their stories regularly as far as the... And this is also the cool thing. They'll often post how they make the product in the process of packaging it and shipping it out, so that way you know it's about to release. It's almost there. Well, if you guys have been watching, I know I have. Um, they also deal in other products outside of shaving products. They A whole men's grooming line. 
Um, and that includes pomades, which I traditionally, for my pomades, I'll typically use... Um... Oh, good heavens. I'm totally blanking. <laughs> American Crew. American Crew is typically what I use. I love the scent of the original fragrance of the pomade. It's oh, it's 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 probably one of, if not my most favorite fragrance. I wish someone would create a duplicate of that fragrance in a soap and aftershave. I would be all over that in a split second. Ah, oh, God, I love that stuff. Anyway, I've been using that since I was a kid. Um, if that tells you anything, but they also do pomades, and they do uh, clays, and they do um, various men's hair products that they'll be releasing. Well, they're doing a limited edition release. And it's actually a re-release, because I guess this is one of the first limited edition releases that they ever did. And it's called Gold Rush. It's their Gold Rush Pomade. Um, the cool thing with Gold Rush is it's coming in the limited edition ceramic tubs, like they did with the soaps for Tangerine Creeper and uh, Lavender Creeper. But it's beautifully embossed on the top of the ceramic lid with Gold Rush and this vintage, old-timey writing. It's, it's, it's gorgeous honestly. Um, but the cool thing, okay, is after you've used all of that product, after you've used the, the whole pomade at the very bottom, covered and concealed, is a gold nugget. Now, you could be getting a really small Alaskan gold nugget, or you could be getting a, a really decent a couple carats of a gold nugget there that, that's worth a pretty decent chunk of change. I think I saw throw around the number like $500 worth of, of a gold nugget. That's going to be in there, but you don't know who's going to get it. Um, but it's just a really cool thing that they're doing, and I'm totally going to be all over the pomade because I do use daily pomades. Um, pomades, clays, putties, that sort of thing to style my hair. And I've heard that the holy black pomades are incredibly good. I've not actually purchased any of theirs. I've been thinking about purchasing the Supermax pomade that they have available, which is a really um, incredibly strong um high hold pomade. Um, and I think it's in their whiskey scent. I think it's whiskey lime, kind of a barbershop scent. Um, and I think their clays are in the gunpowder spice, but definitely something I'm going to have to take a look into, but I'm definitely going to be all over that gold rush. If I can happen to snag one of these. Now, with that being said, so that's really cool. There's more stuff I'm going to be announcing here shortly in regards to the Holy Black. So you want to stay tuned to the end to get that piece of information because you're going to want to know what's upcoming for the Holy Black. But let's go ahead and get into their soap because that's what many of you have come here for. You want to know about the soap. Well, I've talked about Lavender Creeper. So first, let me just go ahead and say Lavender Creeper, Tangerine Creeper are both in the same sphere. The only difference is the scent. Profile Lavender versus Tangerine. Incredible soap base. It's it's one of the it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And it uses what they call colada, which is like a synthetic menthol. And for those of you that are familiar with menthol, I like the cold splash of a mentholated aftershave or mentholated soap. It just feels refreshing, and a lot of people think it has immediate benefits for your face. Um but the cool thing with the creeper, the colada ingredient in their creeper soaps and splashes is that they do something different. So instead of your traditional mentholated soaps where you splash them on and you're immediately just like, oh my God, it's, it's so cold, <laughs> um, which is usually how I am. I mean, sometimes some of these get me to start crying a little bit. 
Um, I, I do like pretty cold soaps, though. Um, but sometimes you just want that to slowly creep on you, you know? Instead of just immediately just being assaulted like knives to the face with uh, a cold soap or splash, you, you want to get the creeping effect of the soap slowly coming onto you, kind of like an icy hot patch, where you get the slow creepiness of the heat and then the creepiness of the cold following afterwards. It's just, it's a nice sensation. And with this soap and with this aftershave, you can get that. And it's something that's completely unique to the Holy Black. There's actually a few other artisans that I've heard that have been experimenting and dabbling with a synthetic menthol. And I think this is something that the entire industry needs to embrace. I know a lot of these artisans, I've spoken with a few directly, like Doug Smythe over at Phoenix Shaving, have stated that this is Stefan's baby. The, the colada is his thing. And they're giving respect where respect is due, which is something that I think is really commendable in the um, wet shaving community, is respecting that that is someone's creation. That's something that they're known for. So, you know, let them do that. And if they want to open that up to the wider public, then by all means. But I'm just saying that every artisan needs to figure out a way to do synthetic menthol, this colada stuff. Because the slow creeping effect of the cool feels so good. It's never overbearing. It's it's so refreshing. It feels so good on your face. Um, you can use that all year round in the winter, in the summer. When I first got it, it was around the fall, winter. And it didn't stop me from using the Tangerine Creeper. Um, even though I was nervous to use all the Tangerine Creeper because I didn't want to use it all. Uh, <laughs> but it it's just a fantastic soap. It really is. There's nothing else uh, that I know of out on the market like it. Like I said, for scent, you can go with Pharaoh's Dreamsicle by Sterling, which is very similar. The scent profile is very similar, but not quite the same. Um, probably the closest you're going to get, though. Um, but it is, it's incredible. It's, if I had a full tub of it, I, I would honestly probably say it's my favorite soap. Maybe. I have tons of soaps that I love. You guys know this. Especially those of you that follow me on Instagram. I, I ask you guys all the time, what's your favorite soap? And I'm sitting here like, hey, I can't choose my favorite soap. I like all soaps. Well, you know, that's just how it is. But the Holy Black Lavender Creeper Tangerine Creeper is incredible. And that's going to segue into a later announcement. So, like I said, stay tuned to the end of the podcast. You're going to want to hear this. But, with that... What's going on outside of just the creeper effect on the base? Well, let's get into their classic fragrance, their regular year-round offerings that you can find easily on the Holy Black. That's Gunpowder and Spice. That's the one that I have the experience with. And it's one of the few soaps that I've actually, from me purchasing it brand new, not getting it secondhand or anything like that, me purchasing it brand new is getting close to the bottom of the tub. I don't have almost any other soaps like that except for maybe one. And I bought that one secondhand. The Gunpowdered Spice is an homage to a very, very classic fragrance. The Old School Old Spice. It's incredible. If you guys are a fan of Old Spice, you'll be a fan of this scent. In my opinion, it's better than the original Old Spice because there's just a smoothness to it. Um, you can use the classic take of the modern Old Spice. It's just Old Spice classic. It smells very similar to it, but not as smooth. Um, with Gunpowder and Spice, um, it's got essentially the same scent notes for the most part, except for that added gunpowder um, scent profile, which is kind of a smokiness, a smoothness. 
that really carries everything through. And I don't mean smoke as like, you know, cigarette or cigar smoke. It's just kind of a, it's a, it's a, some sort of smoothness that just carries through the soap. And it, oh, it's incredible. It's one of my favorite scent profiles of all time. Out of everything that I've tried, out of everything that I've used, that's one of my all-time favorites. Um, I love it. Tiff goes back and forth <laughs> as to whether or not she likes it or not. Honestly, if she embraced it as much as I did, I'd probably be using that every day. Just saying. I love Old Spice, and I like Gunpowder and Spice more. <laughs> so if you're a fan of collecting Old Spice um, homages, some of you are. There's a huge market of them out there in the wet shaving community. This is one you got to pick up. Because this is one that's oftentimes overlooked because there's nothing really explicitly stating on the website that this is an homage to Old Spice. It does say that it's an homage to, I think, a very classic spice, which is, of course, Old Spice. Um, and it's just a wonderfully scented soap. The nice thing is, is you can buy the aftershave and they have this regularly in stock on the website. Um, what I think they need to do, and I know I've talked about this in previous episodes, but Stefan, anybody over at THB, if you happen to be catching up or listening in on this, um, definitely catch this part. I think you guys should dabble. You've, you've already got the pomades. You've already got the clays. Get into the solid colognes. I keep encouraging all artisans to do this. Only if you have taken up the mantle of having a solid cologne. But I feel like that's, that's kind of the direction a lot of people in the fragrance industry are going. Are starting to include these solid cologne lines. If you want to know a good example of a fantastic solid cologne with an established presence in the community, that's Fulton and Rourke. Probably the best solid cologne out there. Um, Fulton and Rourke make a very wide myriad of fragrances. Sterling's really good, um, and their Clear Water's really good. Um, but I think more artisans need to get into this, and I think the Holy Black would be a perfect candidate for solid colognes, um, especially with a scent like Gunpowder and Spice. If I could just subtly apply that from a tin or from a, a little container right before a meeting at work. That's the nice thing about solid colognes. You can carry them in your pocket with you when you go to work, when you're going out on the town, when you're going on a date. Solid colognes will be there for you. They're a lot more subtle and a lot less noticeable than spraying on an EDP. Now, typically what I do, if it's available, um, is I will apply some of the cologne first in that fragrance or the EDP, and then I'll follow that up with a few dabs on the hot spots for the solid cologne. Wonderful way to do it. So, Stefan, if you're listening, please consider solid colognes. Please consider doing gunpowder and spice in a spray fragrance. I would absolutely love that. I mean, your aftershave splashes are already incredibly strong. I have ginger and jack over here as well. Need to use it. Received it secondhand from a friend. Haven't used it yet. Um, but that just goes to show you guys, I have a lot of THB products. Um, like I said, from hardware to software, I've, I've got a little bit of everything. Um, and plan to buy more. But um, that's just one of the cool things about this hobby is that there's never going to be an end to selections options. And that's what I like about it is being able to wake up and not know what you're going to use, having the fun of selecting everything to kind of come together, the brush, the soap, the bowl, etc. Um, you guys are going to be seeing, I'm going to be posting it here in a little bit, but I'm going to be posting some luxurious pictures on Instagram of some beautiful, probably my best picks of a lather that I've that I've posted yet are going to be of me using the gunpowder and spice soap this morning uh, for my shave of the day. I haven't posted it yet. I've been a little bit busy today. <laughs> uh, 
but I whipped it up in the wonderful Thirsty Badger Shave Bowl, the 3D printed bowl that he sent on over to me, which is honestly probably becoming my favorite bowl. I love that thing. More people get on the 3D printed bowl too. Get on that 3D printed train and start creating your own lather bowls for Pete's sake. It's just a, it makes sense with all the divots and and little miniaturized imperfections that you get with 3D printing. It still looks like a very clean, beautiful product, but you just get awesome surface area for creating a wonderful lather. But with that being said, generated a beautiful lather this morning with the Holy Black. Can't wait for you guys to see that picture. Had a really good shave of the day today. Followed that up with some Old Spice aftershave splash. It was a great experience overall. But the soap bases with this one, um, it is a thirsty soap. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You put a little water in there, put a little bit more, you're going to be happier. Just whip it up, you know, beat it like you hate it. <laughs> and um, you're going to be wonderfully impressed with the with the end result that you're going to get. And like I said, look at my pictures on Instagram for my shave of the day. I'm going to be posting them later today. It, that, it, that shows you what it's capable of. So if you're not getting these results, you're doing something wrong. Mix it up. Change your brush. Change the amount of water that you're using. Change the bowl. You're going to get these results if you work at it. And this is just after experience with me and other soaps too. You, you get to understand soaps. You get to understand what you can do with them. And you experiment with them till you get it right. And this one is no slouch and no exception. It goes on incredibly dense. Um, the Holy Black base is incredibly dense, very thick, um, creamy, luxurious lather. I actually didn't um, find the need to apply an aftershave splash last night. I also used gunpowder and spice last night because I knew I was going to be doing this review today. And I didn't use an aftershave splash. Didn't need to. There was no burn, no uncomfortable feeling. The post-shave feel was very good. Um, and if you want comparisons as far as, is it the best? Well, no. It's it's not the best post-shave feel out there. You know, there are a couple of other artisans that excel in certain categories. Um, but it is incredibly good. It's It's definitely one of my favorites. Like I said, this is a soap that I would honestly use every day and not look back. And this is after trying... Dozens of different artisans, dozens of different soaps, aftershaves, everything. Part of that's because of the fragrance. Another part of that is the performance. I know I can rely on it. I know I can get consistent performance from this soap. That speaks volumes to me. If I can get consistent performance from it, if it doesn't you know, make my skin all taut and tight, um, if I feel like my skin is nice and comfortable and, and smooth and the, the glide on the soap was incredibly good, my razor was just gliding over that soap, um, after the soap was gone, the residual slickness was very good. I, I just like the soap. The scent, though, is the standout for me. And something that you're going to hear a lot with the Holy Black is that the hype is in is in the packaging. And that's definitely true with their limited edition releases, is you're paying a premium price, a higher price, for some of these limited edition releases. One, sometimes the ingredients are incredibly expensive, like Colada. Two, the way that they package them is completely unique. No one else in the industry packages these items in the way that the Holy Black does. They do these all by hand. Uh, they often post videos on their Instagram showcasing them, packaging up the product, making the product, coming up with the design fragrances all on their own, um, which is really interesting. But the packaging on these is out of sight. It's incredible. It's something that you're definitely going to want to look into. But with that being said, the soap base for me is incredible. I'd say out of a, you know, 
one to ten, I'd say it's an eight. Um, it's an incredible soap base. The scent fragrance on this is a standout because it you'll you'll feel it, you'll smell it on you long after the shave is done if you don't use an aftershave splash. If you pair that with a splash, like I said, I used to have the Tangerine Creeper splash, um, then you're going to be very pleased with the results. It's going to carry you through date night. It's going to feel great. Um, and Tiff honestly loved Tangerine Creeper, which I was so thankful for. Like I said, though, if, you're, if anyone out there is offering Tangerine Creeper, you know, hit your boy up. Anyway, um, into the hardware. SR-71 Blackbird, Slant, and Straight Bar, both incredible. After I received a replacement head from THB, the SR-71 Straight Bar was my favorite razor for a period of time. It was very good. There are a couple other razors that have slowly beaten it out over, you know, um, recent releases and uh, new, you know, experimentation with with certain razors that I've received. Um but it still stands out as an incredible shaver. If it's something that you're looking into, you want definitely the, I think the signature thing about the hardware products, the razors, is the really um, heavy handle. This is one of the heaviest razors you're ever going to hold, um, both SR-71s, because the handles are identical. The coating and the texture on them is identical. Um, it's a very smooth razor. It is heavy, but it's got plenty of knurling, plenty of texture to keep it in your hand. I've never once felt like it was going to slip or move out of my hand. A wonderful handle. Um, and the packaging on these is also top-notch. It's not just coming in a little undecorated box. It's coming in a cushion box um, that is labeled with the SR-71 logo and the Holy Black logo. It's just beautiful. The way that they present their items is top-notch. They take a lot of pride in their products, which I like. And their customer service, like I said, in my experience, has been top-notch. It's, it's been phenomenal. I've absolutely loved it. Now, the one caveat, the one thing that I would like to mention, it, like, damn, it can't be all positive, right? Well, there is one thing that I've always wished that I would see more from the Holy Black, and that's from the Holy Black Brotherhood. So for those of you that don't know, if you do buy a lot of their products, eventually you get a little token and a membership card that allows you a password <laughs> to... Um, become a member online and become a member on their Instagram page, which was, I think, last active in 2017. They'll still add people and, you know, like things from the Holy Black Brotherhood page, but they haven't posted anything since like 2017, which is, I think, a bummer because you can tell that they used to release um, things exclusively for the Holy Black Brotherhood members. It's really cool to say that you're part of the Brotherhood. It's really cool to say that you're part of this inner circle, um, that you've dedicated a lot of your time and money into their products. Um, but now it doesn't look like there's that much going on with the Brotherhood. doesn't look like there's that much that's being released specifically for members, other than occasional, you know, kind of um, accessory items and stuff like that. It's not like the Holy Black's being let in first on upcoming releases. I'm also part of the Shaving Shop Club, huge fan of Ariana and Evans. Um, I pay for that membership, but with that you often get release uh, soaps and aftershaves released to you first before the general public and at a discounted price. It's pretty cool. Now, I'm not expecting that out of a free membership with the Holy Black uh, Brotherhood, but it would be nice if we were teased um, product releases first. Um, if it, kinda, it makes you being part of the Brotherhood really mean something really cool and interesting, and you know that you can chat with your buddies and be like, oh man, we, we're all in the inner circle. We all know about this first. But I would like to see more of that. I'd like to see them utilize the brotherhood aspect of that more because you can tell that that used to be a really big thing. That used to be a very central thing for them. I don't know if it just didn't go 
originally as big as they had wanted it to go, or it wasn't as received as much as they thought it would be. Um, but I still notice a lot of a lot of people to this day. I mean, myself included, have you know the Brotherhood on their Instagram profiles, and you have to be a prospect first before they accept you into the Brotherhood. There's a whole thing to it. Um, but I just wish we would get insights on releases first, or that we would be offered some of these products first for being part of the Brotherhood. I think that would be really cool. I think they used to do that with their with the Elixir when it was first released was a Brotherhood um, first release and then to the wider public. Because sometimes it can be really difficult to get a hold of these limited edition soaps, aftershaves, products they have, and you want to get it. Especially if you're part of the Brotherhood, you're a, you're a loyal fan of the Holy Black. Um, so I think it would be cool if they just showed um, to the Brotherhood that we could get you know first dibs on some of this stuff, you know one per bar or per member, that sort of thing. Um, no one's buying duplicates or anything like that. But I would love to see something like that. So take that for what you will. That's really my only minor gripe with the Holy Black is I wish there was more to the Brotherhood because it is a cool thing to be part of. It is cool that you get this coin and you get to feel like you're a legit member of something really cool and secretive. But then you realize there's not, not that much to it. You really don't get that much access to anything unique. Um, so it would be cool to get that. Because um, their men's grooming products are their namestay. So to have more of those products in your den, I'm down for it. I'd even pay for a membership with the Holy Black if they offered it. But um, anyway, I digress. Outside of that, my experiences with the Holy Black have been absolutely exceptional and phenomenal. I've really enjoyed my time collecting their products, getting to know their products. Um, they have some upcoming releases. You guys are probably familiar with the brush handles they have been teasing on their Instagram page. The This is going to be a buffalo horn brush handle. <laughs> so it's going to have some weight to it. It's going to look really good. It's got the um, logo, the THB logo engraved and then... Um, it looks like there's a gold leafing placed on top of the engraving. It looks gorgeous. If you haven't seen it, go to the Instagram page. You're going to be able to scroll down just a little bit and see it. But these are going to have some beautiful, I think, silver tip badger knots. One of my favorite animal hair knots out there. Love that knot. Um, that's going to be coming up soon. They haven't provided me a release um, time frame for that yet. And let me just double check my notes here to make sure that I am quoting that right. Let me see here. Yes. There is not a release date on that yet. So they're working on that. It looks like it's probably going to be sometime soon, but we don't have anything yet. The big one, though. So we're all big fans of the Tangerine Creeper and the Lavender Creeper. They're doing another Creeper very, very soon. This is going to be their next planned release, guys. So if you want to get in on the next on this next planned release, sign up for notifications on the Holy Black. Turn on those story and post notifications. That way you're tuned into this stuff. Go on the Holy Black and opt in for their newsletter. That way you're opted in for all of these new product release dates because this stuff goes by faster than anything out there in the community. I think the only thing that I see that sells anywhere remotely close to that is Mammoth Soap releases. Um, that's about it. So these go incredibly fast. You're going to want to be the first to be able to opt in for that because the secondhand market prices on these are skyrocketingly high. <laughs> so you'll definitely want to be on the inner circle when it comes to that. Now this next creeper is going to be unique. They want to do something really unique. They love these cool twists and takes on these limited edition releases. So he told me, Stefan messaged me before the podcast and let me know that this is going to have a treasure hunt aspect to it. What does that mean? Does that mean we're going to have to be looking for clues on the website? Or is there going to be like real life items that we're going to have to find that, you know, get us to, you know, 
um, maybe get into this release. I don't know what that means, but there's going to be more coming up ahead. But this is the first that you're going to hear it anywhere that the next major release by the Holy Black is going to be another Creeper. You want to try this Colada. If you have not tried the synthetic menthol that they produce, trust me, it is worth it. It is worth the price of admission. It is the one thing at that price point that I can say, buy it. Don't hesitate. Because you do, you're going to be on the outside like me saying, oh, where can I get the, the second hand maybe? I don't you, yeah, yeah, I mean, there could be like a quarter left in there. I'll still buy it from you. <laughs> you don't want to be that guy. Um, because I'm literally, I, I'm like crawling up to anybody that has it. I'm like, hey, you got any spare tangerine creeper? I'm like a creeper. But anyway, um, that is something that's huge that's coming up real soon. So you're definitely going to want to be on that. Um, he, This is specifically what Stefan said. He said, me and my brother have been in talks about how we plan to top last year's Halloween release as well. So what does that mean? So we know that the treasure hunt creeper is coming, but they're also wanting to top last year's release. And if you guys know, last year's release was Jekyll and Hyde. Another release I didn't get on. This one was a little little bit more pricey, but I mean, it came in like a, a wooden crate with music that came out and you got an EDP you got an aftershave, you got a soap, you got all these peripheral products. It was really cool, the presentation. If if you haven't, go online, watch somebody unboxing a Jekyll and Hyde set from the Holy Black. You're going to know what you're in for for upcoming releases, but they're wanting to top even that, which was probably their biggest release yet. There was probably the more involved in that release than any other they've done, and I'm excited to see what they're going to be doing more with that. So definitely stay tuned, sign up for those notifications, and just keep in mind, guys, that you want to be one of the first to get to these because they sell out within minutes. I mean, minutes, not hours, minutes. So definitely keep that in mind. But all this to say, I've had incredible experiences with the Holy Black. If you haven't tried them, I highly encourage you to give them a try. I don't know if they have any sample sets available that you can purchase to kind of experiment with these. Um, I would say that these are, generally speaking, ones that you're going to like if you like. Old Spice, you're going to like gunpowder and spice. So I say go ahead and take the plunge. Get yourself the aftershave splash and soap. I I honestly don't regret it at all. I absolutely love it. Like I said, it's one of my favorites. Um, and it just lathers up so well, so dense, so fluffy. There's that. That's the thing. With this soap, when you dial it in just perfect, you get a wonderfully shiny, sheen, dense soap with a high-structure lather that has beautiful, stunning, solid peaks. That aren't going anywhere. You can wiggle that soap back and forth and that's not going to dissipate or fall apart or slide down the handle. It's a firm soap. It's a good soap. It feels great and dense on the face. Um, You can also, for those of you that didn't know, purchase some of these products peripherally on Caswell Massey. They do make some of their soaps like Regent, for instance, is sometimes a soap that THB offers on their main website. This is typically a regular offering on Caswell Massey. My only hesitation there as well is Caswell Massey does bump up the price on these, and I can't necessarily recommend them at the price point that Caswell Massey put out. Um, I just don't think that they're worth around 30 bucks for just the soap. Um, that's just my opinion. Like I said, doesn't mean anything. If you're a fan of Regent, you've tried that, and you've been looking for a place to get it, go to Caswell Massey. You can get it there. Um, but they do a couple of other soaps there as well. It's going to be in the same base. But for that price, it's just really, really hard to justify. 
But if you go through the main THB website, you're going to find pretty competitively priced soaps and aftershave splashes that you'll definitely be coming back more for. So with that, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Wet Shaving, uh, my Wet Shaving podcast, The Shaving Tolson. I really enjoy having you guys here listening into my ramblings and my musings over various shaving products. <laughs> I try to make this a weekly thing, but I did have a Branson trip last week, so please forgive me for not posting one the previous week. I did want to get one out today, though, so I'll be editing this, adding the music into the intros, and I'll be getting this pushed out for you guys here very shortly. So make sure to stay tuned to my Instagram and my YouTube because I do post pretty regularly on definitely Instagram and I'm trying to do more on on YouTube as well. But thank you so much, guys, for your time. If you want to see me use more wet shaving products such as the Holy Black, stay tuned because I'll definitely be posting more content. And of course, like I said, I'm going to be posting regularly here on the podcast. I also have a wonderful upcoming interview with the one and only Reyes Restores. JR over at Reyes Restores is a big name in the community. Huge. Really difficult to get an interview with JR, but I am one of the lucky few that has managed to snag that interview. Um, He's volunteered to come on here, and we're going to be talking about vintage products, the wet shaving community, our experiences, stuff that we're looking for. You're going to want to listen in on this podcast. It's going to be incredible. I'll be revealing more details soon on my Instagram page. Um, but definitely stay tuned for that because that is going to be a really fun one. JR and I go way back as far as being friends in the wet shaving community, as far as when I started becoming uh, a wet shaving hobbyist. Um, he was one of the first that really started assisting me in that area, and I really love his work. You're going to love it too. If you want to follow him on Instagram, it's just Reyes Restores. Go ahead and take a look at his page. You won't be disappointed. Thank you so much, guys, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your weekend.